All right, good peoples. This is a long show this week. Uh, I really just thank you all for tuning back in. I have some new listeners. Uh, and I'm sorry I've been out for two weeks. Uh, I've been just a jam-packed schedule on the weekends, and it's been running wild. And every time I say, oh, I'm going to get to and phew, you know what I'm saying, time disappears. Uh, regardless of what time I get up, what time I go to bed, it's like just super busy. So um, that's what I'm getting in today because I'll be, <laughs> I'll be on the, I'll be on the run again this weekend. Uh, so uh, this weekend I'm hitting y'all with uh, some of my feelings on uh, American spending on Ukraine uh, and how I feel like we go down the wrong road there, and just some um, some crazy things I feel about that whole situation and really in America's role uh, that we're taking on this versus what we have looked forward to from the rest of the world in general, but let alone Ukraine, who has nothing to offer to us. Uh, I also talk about Brittany Griner's situation, uh, being a hostage in uh, Russia right now, uh, and how I feel like uh, we definitely need our, our, our government needs to do something uh, to get her free, uh, because it's ridiculous. Uh, I also talk about Kanye, and just how I feel that, uh, how I feel about Kanye. Uh, in the certain, certain situations in right now. And then let's talk about how, you know, uh, my life has changed where I, I no longer even care about sports that much like I used to, especially not, you know, who I used to. So uh, that's about it. Uh, sums it up. I definitely just, again, appreciate everybody who's listening. Uh, if you listen to one word, like I say, uh, you're a superstar. And if there's more than one person listening, y'all all superstars to me. Uh, uh, y'all have my uh, gratitude. Uh, and um, alright this week's episode is next Blackout Who has your back is my question Who has your back Who can you really depend on who can you call on if something was to happen in your life and you needed you, you needed something? You know, you really needed somebody to have your back, somebody to support you, somebody to come through and just really be able to really step in and be a proxy you in this situation. Who has your back? Uh, if you're lucky enough to be married uh, or have a significant other of some type, some type, some sort that that supports you and will be there to help you through the situations thick and thin etc that's beautiful uh if you have a that's probably the best that's probably the best adult version of support uh you can find um of course if you're a child you're hoping i i hope for you that you have that you're not listening to this (laughs) but i hope you are because it's not violent it's it's really it's really good question honestly but if you're a child, I hope that you have parents who are there to really support you and and, and, and encircle you with love and support and good advice. Uh, if you're a young adult, same thing. Your parents should still be in your life. Uh, be there to support you and encircle you with great advice and just really information and, and care and be able to instill those feelings in you that you know and understand it. That's what they're there for. That is what they are there for. Hopefully. I ask this question because as an American, 
And if you're an American listening to this, and if you're not an American listening to this, thank you. I want you to also answer the same question that I'm about to ask every single American who is listening to this. Like the one or two, <laughs> the one or two that's out there. Um, who has America's back? I mean, really, tangibly, has America's back? Who can America depend on? And I say that because there is two different Americas. And no, I'm not talking about a black and white America. I mean, we, we know what that situation is. That's mostly mentality and, and culture and mindset, foolishness, ignorance. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the two Americas that is the Americans who make all of the choices for America and the, the Americans that pay for those choices. Meaning, here we are in 2022 taking care of a country in Ukraine that, well, the country is Ukraine, that is completely inept to do anything for themselves financially. And for some reason, America is treating them as if the American government just found out that they have this child that they didn't know about for all these years and now they must take care of them. You know, somebody went in and said, you know what? Uh, Zelensky is Biden's long lost love child or something. And he now feels the need to make sure that he takes care of every single, you know, need he has. He, He feels the need to make up for those Jordans he didn't buy him when he was growing up. And, you know, since he didn't fight the big bully for him when he was growing up or show him how to be tough, he's going to fight the bully now. And the thing about it is, is that <laughs> the Americans that actually pay for all this stuff, he get no say-so in any of it. All of our tax dollars, meaning the middle class, whether it's upper, middle, or lower middle class, and the poor people who, whatever they do have to give, and the ways that it's taken from them into services and things like that um, pay for all this stuff our tax dollars fees etc whatever everything that comes from us to the government is paying for all this support to Ukraine and it's just not fair it's not fair it's not accurate it's just not right um, We don't. I'm not going into you know, as a black person uh, what about reparations for uh, slavery? I'm not going to any of that. I'm just talking about just as an American. What about just reparations for being an American? What about things like, I mean, 13.6 billion dollars in Ukraine in Ukraine aid? Why? Why? Why that much money? It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Who has your back is my question. Who has your back? Who can you really depend on? Who can you call on if something was to happen in your life and you needed you, you needed something? You know, you really needed somebody to have your back, somebody to support you, 
somebody to come through and just really be able to really step in and be a proxy you in this situation who has your back uh if you're lucky enough to be married uh or have a significant other of some site some type some sort that that supports you and will be there to help you through the situations thick and thin etc that's beautiful uh if you have a that's probably the best that's probably the best adult version of support uh you can find uh, of course if you're a child you're hoping i i hope for you that you have that you're not listening to this <laughs> but i hope you are because it's not violent it's, it's really a, it's really good question honestly but if you're a child i hope that you have parents who are there to really support you and 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 encircle you with love and support and good advice uh if you're a young adult same thing your parents will still be in your life uh be there to support you and encircle you with great advice and just really information and and care and be able to instill those feelings in you that you know and understand that that's what they're there for that is what they are there for hopefully I ask this question because as an American and if you're an American listening to this and if you're not an American listening to this, thank you. I want you to also answer the same question that I'm about to ask every single American who is listening to this. Like the one or two, <laughs> the one or two that's out there. Um, who has America's back? I mean, really, tangibly has America's back who can America depend on and I say that because there's two different Americas and no I'm not talking about a black and white America I mean we we know what that situation is that's mostly mentality and, and culture and mindset foolishness ignorance I'm not talking about that I'm talking about the two Americas that is the Americans who make all of the choices for America and the the Americans that pay for those choices. Meaning, here we are in 2022 taking care of a country in Ukraine that, well, the country is Ukraine, that is completely inept to do anything for themselves financially and for some reason, America is treating them as if the American government just found out that they have this child that they didn't know about for all these years, and now they must take care of them. You know, somebody went in and said, you know what? Uh, Zelensky is Biden's long-lost love child or something, and he now feels the need to make sure that he takes care of every single, you know, need he has he, he feels the need to make up for all those Jordans he didn't buy him when he was growing up and you know since he didn't fight the big bully for him when he was growing up or show him how to be tough he's gonna fight the bully now and the thing about it is is that <laughs> the Americans that actually pay for all this stuff he get no say so in any of it all of our tax dollars meaning the middle class whether it's upper middle or lower middle class and the poor people who, whatever they do have to give, 
and the ways that it's taken from them in services and things like that um, pay for all this stuff. Our tax dollars, fees, etc., whatever, everything that comes from us to the government is paying for all this support to Ukraine, and it's just not fair. It's not fair. It's not accurate. It's just not right. Um, we don't. I'm not going into you no know, as a black person. Uh, what about reparations for uh, slavery? I'm not going to any of that. I'm just talking about just as an American. What about just reparations for being an American? What about things like, I mean, 13.6 billion dollars in Ukraine in Ukraine aid? Why? Why? Why that much money? It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. But yeah, so that's what I plan on doing is just not voting for anybody that are that's already in office, uh, regardless of who they are, uh, because I mean, at this point, what do I have to lose, right? Uh, so that's what I'm going for. So whoever's on whoever's on that ballot that's not in office right now will be getting my vote. Period. I don't care who they are. It could be uh, Kermit the Frog. I'm Kermit and Miss P going to Washington. Uh, Put my ballot, so uh, that's that's what I'm going off of. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing uh, in my defense of my tax dollars is voting for somebody who's not up there wasting them yet. <laughs> so yeah, but that's it. That's all I really have uh, as far as that Ukraine situation goes. Uh, it's just that you know no one has America's back, and at some point America's got to understand that. Uh, and it's not going to be the people in Washington because they have their own, you know, motivations that we'll never know about. Uh, we'll never even understand that. Most people, they only takes them a, a, a kid getting shot and killed for them to be like, oh my God, a kid died. It took all my money. You know, uh, you know, they, that's, that's all they care about. Even though kids get shot and killed in America every single day <laughs> and no one cares. No one cares. Every single day, somebody in your community is taken away from you. And you weren't about something that's happened in a community you will never see, touch, smell, hear, or nothing. People you will never, never see with your own eyes. That makes no sense at all. None. This is the most ignorant, ignorant stuff I can think of. But it is what it is. But that's that's my feelings on the Ukraine situation. Um, I did way too much talking about that, honestly. And it went over 30 minutes, so that's why I had a break there. But I'm going to try to combine it all. Probably won't come out correctly, so it's going to be a little choppy. Okay? Uh, as y'all know, I'm very much an amateur at this situation. There's no excuse. It is what it is. Um, Next up, I'm going to be talking about something else that came up, which is kind of related to the uh, Russia side of things, uh, which is going to be Brittany Griner, uh, who's stuck in Russia right now. So uh, I'm going to talk about that, and uh, I'll be right back.
All right, so uh, as I was mentioning, Brittany Griner. Um, Brittany Griner is a WNBA basketball player. Uh, anytime you're a WNBA basketball player, you're basically a woman who plays professional basketball around the world uh, because the WNBA does not pay enough for the services these women provide, in my opinion. Um, they are definitely great basketball players uh, basketball is a sport and they are the top of the sport uh, and I believe that they definitely deserve a lot more money, attention and just awards and everything that they get so uh, that's that I don't know how much more I can say on uh, how much I respect WNBA women, girls basketball and I mean girls not Juana man you know nobody remembers this movie from so much long ago but it's actually something that comes in it's actually I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it happened now in real life but uh, real women who got hurt and, and just from the time they little girls all the way until they grown women play the sport they love the sport they give their heart soul and blood and bleed for the sport um, so yes I believe equal pay and equal support for women playing basketball. I sure do. I always will. I don't care if they don't, you know, it's an exciting game. They know how to shoot the ball. They, some of them dunk. It is what it is. If, I don't need all. You don't matter if they dunk. They play the game beautifully. So that's that. Um, but Brittany Griner is currently uh, basically a hostage in Russia right now. And if you say to yourself, the first thing you say is, why is she in Russia? Back to what I'm saying about how much they are not paid. Uh, Brittany Griner net worth is about $3 million. Brittany Griner balled. I mean, balled out in Baylor. At Baylor balled out at Baylor alright um, she uh, became the she was the number one overall draft pick in um, let's see was it 2013 2013 yep um, number one Brittany would dunk on you she gonna grab them boards she gonna boss you up she ain't playing She's a beast. Alright. 6'8. Brittany's a monster on the court. Number one draft pick, 2013. Brittany Griner. We know exactly who she is, right? We've been knowing what she was. 2013 men's NBA. Rookie. Number one. Pick. Anthony Bennett. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody even knew who he was when he got picked. And that man made mm, 16, 16 million, about $17 million, roughly, if you round it out. It's going to round out to 17 mil for his rookie for his rookie contract. He's not even in the league. He doesn't even play basketball no more. He's done. He was done. He was basically done. Really, <laughs> this first season, Cleveland, he was done. 
But, you know, in, in men's basketball, you can stick around for a couple of years. Now they got the NBA DL. And, uh, excuse me. Yeah, the NBA DL. You know, you can, you know, squeeze out a couple more years there. But uh, he's trash. I mean, that's, that's basically all I can say. You know, can I play? Nah. Am I six? Anything? No. You know, I got six fouls and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But I got five and extra. You know what I'm saying? Five fouls and extra. You know, so don't get me wrong. I'm not any good at basketball at all. I definitely wouldn't have been uh, junior, junior, junior bronze or any of that. I wouldn't have been, you know, I couldn't go nickel or, or platinum. Not, not platinum, but platinum. I couldn't have done none of it. I was trash. But that dude, Anthony Bennett, in 2013, that's how reckless NBA NBA contracts are. Just give money to anybody. He, uh, he's 6'8". Let's see. He was, he's 6'8". 240. Brittany, 6'8. What's her weight? I don't know. I don't have a weight here. Uh, Brittany's 6'8. She probably about, I don't know if I had to guess. I don't think she's probably about the same size. About two, probably about, about 240, somewhere around there. Brittany's, yeah. All height, height and muscle. Um, so, you know, but her worth was just. And I mean, he made 17 million just off his NBA alone. Britney's net worth is three million right now, and that's playing basketball, um, uh, sponsorships, etc., etc., etc. You know what I'm saying? All this other stuff. This dude's done nothing. And so when you think about it, and people say, well, "Why do women?" They have to, man. They have to. They ain't getting paid no other way. The NBA don't care about them. The NBA, WNBA, they ain't, they ain't giving these people, they ain't giving these women the money and the respect they deserve at all. So they they have to go and play other places. They got to play in Russia. They got to play in in Israel. They got to play in Germany. They got to play all these other uh, Italy. They got to play in all these other places just so they can you know keep on going because this is their job. This is their career. All right. So the same way, you know, uh, somebody, a, a, a plumber has to <laughs> do whatever he has to do, you know, journeyman, etc. And then before it comes license, well, these are licensed. These women are, these women are licensed basketball players. They are ballers, but they do not get the respect they, they deserve, and from, especially after WNBA. The NBA is not giving them money they deserve. It's not. And we can go on and on, on about that the, the inequality in women's sports um, I want to it's not going to go anywhere and I'm not specialist on it so you know it is what it is but I mean it's just so obvious anybody can point out you know a blind man can see so it is what it is but long story short she's uh, right now caught up in Russia uh, due to supposedly allegedly uh, getting caught with some hashish oil uh, for her vape and uh no, she's somebody who basically plays in Russia every single year when the WNBA is out. She plays over there. She's basically she's a Russian, she's a Russian star. Um, so I mean, they they love her over there. And so it's not like this is her first time being in Russia and she didn't know. Blase, blase. If 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 the story is true, uh, if that's really what happened, but she's basically very beloved in Russia. Um, so I hope you know that she's able to find 
a way out of this. I really do wish that for all the money Joe is sending to Ukraine, for all the, the tears of the Ukraine flags on this, I wish somebody would say, hey, uh, Joe, you know, let's work try to get Brittany out of jail. Uh, let's, let's figure this out because she doesn't deserve that. Uh, regardless of what the situation is, she doesn't deserve. She doesn't. She does not deserve this. And I really do wish that somebody would just take a look, and you know, um, her Texas representatives, because she's from Houston. Her Texas representatives should be on Joe. Like, wait a minute, before we give Ukraine another billion, eight hundred million, whatever, before they do that, uh, we need we need to talk about how we can get Britney out of here. We need we need to get Britney back to America. Period. I wish I had Texas representatives to say that. Let's 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 look into that situation. Y'all want to you know help a whole another country? Let's help out somebody across right in the other country that we fighting. Well, by proxy, basically, because Americans fight Ukraine's war. So let hey, let's go ahead and work out something we can get home, get on home to Texas, uh, where she needs to be at, because uh, it's just not fair. Uh, I don't keep on saying that, but it's not, and. Um, she's got children um, she deserves to be at home man. and that's all I got to say about it uh, I'm not going to you know I'm not the biggest Britney uh, Griner uh, fan as far as like our stats and stuff like that uh, I just know that she don't deserve that I know she's an African American female uh, who's stuck in uh, a prison really being held hostage really over some Bogosity, for real, if you think about it, because I have a funny feeling it's not what, what it seems. And uh, I think she's being used as a potential political pawn. But unfortunately, she has two things going against her she's black and she's a woman. And I don't think the American government cares enough to really make a serious effort in getting her out of there if you ask me um, that's the bottom line I wish her the best I wish her family uh, pray for her family and for her and I hope that we get to I hope, I hope we get her back in America as soon as possible and uh, that's all I got to say about this situation Brittany praying for you All right, y'all. What am I gonna talk about next? So <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I'm gonna talk about Kanye. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be real quick too, cause I ain't even trying. I'm not no drama dude like that. I don't even believe in uh, talking about dudes like that. So I'm not even gonna get into that. But what I am gonna talk about is. I think that Kanye is a perfect example of what you get if you don't never tra- teach a child that they not they they are the best. Yes, but they still have to humble themselves as well. And uh, Kanye is a big ass baby. Um, for lack of better words, there's nothing else I can say. He's immature and he's childish and uh, he's just a baby, man. And uh, he's made so many dumb decisions that. On the inside, he's fighting himself 
constantly, constantly, and he's losing the battle. He's he's losing the battle to himself, and that's why he's going through this stuff he's going through now. It's because Kanye has seriously lost touch with reality because he lost touch to his 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 anchor is gone. That was his mother, and uh, he never. And I haven't watched the special, so I, I don't know nothing about, you know, I'm just going off of just what I'm saying from from here. I ain't watched the special yet. Um, but his mother passed, and that Kanye, the smart, and that, that, college, that college dropout Kanye is gone. Um, that was the baby Kanye. And that was the good boy... I'm gonna do. I'm doing everything my mom told me to do the way she told me to do it. I make my mom proud, uh, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That Kanye, that Kanye's gone. He's lost. He's lost in this in this confused uh, maniac that's taking over. Because he, what people don't understand is, for every good mother's boy out there uh, who's a good guy who's going to help the old lady with the groceries, uh, who's going to, you know, talk about empowerment and all that type of stuff. There's a killer inside. There's a killer inside of it, too. And uh, usually the killer never gets out because, you know, when he wants to, when, when, when that killer inside you want to get out, uh, he wants to be chaos. He wants to be you know, just crazy. Your anchor brings you back. You got something. To, you got something. To, something to pull you back in. If maybe not, if maybe if not, just by words, but by you, you just have that memory. Not necessarily. They not necessarily. They may not be there in front of you that moment, but they come to your mind thinking, man, they'd be so embarrassing. You know, they. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I got. I got to pick a better choice. I can't do. I can't let my mom or my dad, whatever your anchor may be, I, I can't let them down. But see, that's gone for you. And it was taken away from him in such a way that he didn't really get to prepare himself for it. And that boy is just running around this world, hurt, lonely. And 100% just in war with himself all the time. And that's the reason why he married who he married. That's the reason why he got those kids. That's the reason why he tried to pull back to the church stuff. That's the reason why he pulled the crap with Jay. That's the reason why all these bad decisions he's made and bad choices because his anchor's gone. He's just he's just afloat in this world. This big ass grown ass baby who who has billions. He's just just making mistake after mistake after mistake, and uh, people calling him on it. But see the thing about calling him out is one thing. Yay needs somebody to really go in there and be like, you know, just pick him up and throw him against the wall and shake him. 
know what I'm saying? And really just, you know, when when he's that's where he's at now at this point. He's at that point where, you know, it's time to fight. But not a fight out of hurting him. Not a fight to hurt him. Not a fight to 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 you know show him I'm the man and not not nothing like that, but a fight to show that, that you that he's loved and that, you know, it's okay to cry, man. It's okay for you to break down and melt down and somebody to see you be what you feel is is weak, but it's just a vulnerability that we all have. And um, that is what gay don't have. And um, I know his pops still around, but his pops ain't gonna be able to do it because he ain't never done it. And he ain't just gonna, it ain't coming from that. It's not gonna be, he can't fill that void. And, uh, you know, people are talking to Gay and talking about him, are talking at him, and they ain't helping him at all. And uh, they're in them same circles as him, so they can, and, and, you know, that's why it's touching them so hard. Uh, and the girl just out here making him like a fool, but he's helping himself like a fool, but she's just doing what she do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, dog, you can't, you can't marry somebody like that and not understand what you get yourself into. Everybody been, everybody been there, bro. You, you know, everybody been in that club. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't even come in the club and act like you're gonna, you know, put some new paint on the walls and change out the dance floor. And you know, it ain't gonna be the club no more. You know, you put some new spirits on the wall. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got some more high class spirits up there. Nah, it's still the club though, cuz. And uh, everybody been in that. And you, you can't, you can't wife that for real. I hate to say it like that, but she's, she's not, she, she wasn't wifey material like that, like he thought he was getting. But I think that's just him. That was another just phase of him just being, not again, didn't have no anchor, and he was just going, he was searching, he wanted so hard for some family, some love. You know, people think people always get mad at, at women for, uh, for having kids. They call them, you know, keep a nigga baby. And um, you're a keeper man, baby. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. Uh, they call him keeper man, baby. And, you know, if I have his baby, he'll stay. You know? Because uh, they're they looking for something. They want that They want that, that love and, and that unforgiving devotion and everything a child provides. They need you. So, you know, you got to be there for them. And um, that's what Ye was looking for when he married her. And then they had the kids, you know, those blessings. And that's what, that's what he was looking for. But see, him not being right within himself, he couldn't be what he needed to be in that situation. You know? And that's one reason why it didn't work. I think another reason why it didn't work is because you know, I don't think she's like, I don't think she's, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a, that's a bag for real. And then, not mean she's not a great mother, don't get me wrong. I'm talking about just being, being a wife like that. It's not, it's not what she's, you know, it's not her thing for real. And uh, I don't think Kanye understood that. She completely understood the situation. Um, but he he definitely did not understand the assignment. And uh, because he's, he's, his eyes ain't open, man. His eyes are so closed. Uh, he ain't been that Kanye that jumped on stage. Uh, the clown Taylor Swift. <laughs> he ain't been that Kanye since his mom passed, unfortunately. Uh, and I don't know if he'll ever get back to that. 
not saying he, he won't still make great music because you know that's what he does that's that's his profession but i'm talking about just just as a person i don't think he'll ever be heal or hold until he gets thrown against that wall and forced and forced to bow down to himself and somebody's there to help him rebuild himself into the man who really is so uh i definitely hope that uh another thing about kanye he has to understand is he's a billionaire um, his words move mountains to a lot, a lot of imbeciles out here, a lot of lulings. And um, him starting beef with famous people, that don't make no sense, man. Uh, I believe I'm one of those naive people who believe that Tupac and Biggie both would still be alive today uh, had they publicly uh, hugged on stage and showed what no beef between them. I think they would both be alive today had they not kept that secret for sell records to let people know, nah, 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 ain't no beef here between me and him. This is my brother. We go too far back for too high beef. Because see, people, the underlings, the idiots, the small people out here who don't understand that they ain't, they will never be in them circles. They will never, they, they can, no matter what they do, it ain't gonna mean nothing to, to the people they they quote unquote doing it for, and they'll go out here and do some ignorant stuff in the name of Kanye, in the name of other people he beefing with, and just ruin their own life and ruin other people's lives as well. So I think that's one of those things that you know I, I really do wish him the best. Hope he gets the help he needs, and um, but for himself though, he's got to help himself. I don't think no pills are gonna help that. Nothing. He's going to have to help himself. He's going to have to have that serious uh, talk. Somebody he trusts and somebody he reverses. He's going to have to man up and put him in his place and help him get through it and break him down to help build him up. That's the only way Kanye's going to get uh, anywhere in life. I mean, he's always going to be bigger. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be able to make money. He's going to be able to have influence, all that. Don't get me wrong. That's ain't what I'm talking about. I mean, he's that. That's 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 set in stone. I ain't going nowhere. His his viability to sell and to be profitable is one of a kind. So that ain't never going nowhere. Don't get me wrong. That's that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just his viability to be profitable to himself, to where he can sleep in a bed at night peacefully and be the best father for his kids, be the best mate for whoever he decides to get with next. That is what I'm talking about. He would never be able to do unless he really, really knuckles down and just has that one-on-one time with himself, with somebody he trusts or reverts, has their emotions in the right place, and their uh, their energy is correct, and their you know their motives are for him to better himself. Because he's gonna have to be somebody who don't need his money. It's got to be somebody who don't need his fame, who don't need him to make them hot. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way it's going to go down. Because uh, without that, Kanye's not going anywhere personally in life. Um, he'll be on the beach, but he'll really be in prison. In his own hell, he's creating himself for his own life and everywhere else. So, uh, for the sake of Kanye, greatness, because I think he's great. 
uh, for the sake of his kids, which are great and beautiful and only have the world to, to gain. Uh, I wish him the best. I hope he gets, you know, everything together. Um, and that's my old to Kanye West because that college dropout was a part of uh, just, I still remember just putting it in and listening to where I was at on the street when I was where I was going in that part that's just a part of that right there you know to me that's part of those that's one of those um, I remember you know some things just remember and you know I remember when I first heard Doggy Style where I was at uh, what I was doing you know first time I heard DJ Quick I remember where I was at you know what I'm saying the street I was on who I was with um, there's a college dropout it's one of those moments um at reasonable doubt, you know what I'm saying. I remember the first time, you know, wasn't nobody else feeling it. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's like, you know, I remember those moments, putting them in and just and just putting that disc in. You know, you know what I'm saying. And so I remember those that cassette. You know what I'm saying? That, that hot boys. I remember, yeah, I remember that. So, uh, you know, it's uh, I wish him the best and hope he can get his stuff together. And um, just be the great, be the great, be the great king he is. And that's all I got for Kanye. You know what I'm saying? I might get to know um, Messi and stuff like that. I just wish him the best 100 for 100 percent Alright. I'm gonna have one more session. Um I'm trying to talk about something kind of good. So that's about it. But y'all wish Kanye the best. Uh Black to you, Kanye, you're gonna need to get your mind right, brother. Cause that's that's the only place where you're in battle. That's what you that's what that's who you fight is you. Uh so yeah. Something happy. I want to talk about something that's not so deep. You know what I'm saying? I want to have some background music that sounds kind of melancholy. I'm not, not melancholy. That's, that's, that's horrible. Uh, something that's, uh, you know, uplifting. It's springtime, right? So, happy. Um, what do I know that's happy? I don't know anything that's happy. What I do know uh, is something that's funny uh, is... I used to be a big time sports fan and I mean like watch every my team's basketball game watch them all other basketball games and the football games and um, the NBA you know I, I remember video VHS videos of, of uh, NBA games I used to record and, and watch and stuff like that and that was my thing you know I, I loved them and as I've gotten older Recently, it's really about last 10 years, um, you know, life changes, you know, you go, you mature, etc. And I just completely just out of nowhere, just kind of got disconnected from sports. Um, as far as a spectator um, and, 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 and stuff like that, I just got dis- disconnected. Like, I was interested for real. And um, 
it's odd because I never thought that that would happen. I never thought that I would be so like just in this position. And I say that because what's funny about it is uh, friends and relatives, well, basically relatives, not friends, uh, understatement. So it's definitely family. Um, it's like, hey, it's uh, March Madness, man. It's, it's getting a, in the bracket pool. I'm going to start a bracket pool and, you know, it's 10 bucks, blah, blah. And we did the same thing last year, and um, I had not watched any basketball, so I didn't even know who was even in the bracket. And I just kind of threw some teams out there. Long story short, I got beat. Uh, it was a tragic, tragic loss. Uh, tragic, tragic loss that I took. And so um, I told myself last year, I said, you know, I'm going to try to catch a couple of hours of basketball next year. You know, come on, you know, that's what you do. You know, it's no big deal. Um so this year comes around and I still have not watched any basketball at all and so uh, you know it was bracket time like I said hit me up I was like, hey you know cause we're going in on this uh, we're going in on uh, this bracket pool and blase blase and something's like man look this is too much y'all take my money so easily because I don't even know what I'm doing anymore and uh, I don't know who's in the bracket or nothing. So I'm so out of touch with the brackets. Now, I think they changed the format this year as far as how the bracket looks. And so <laughs> I did. I started my bracket and I was you know, filling the teams in or whatever. And so I got to a point and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, man, my team is not here. And, you know, none of the teams that we normally root for. You know, the, the, my team and my and my two cousins' teams, they weren't there. And I'm like, oh, man, none of my teams made it? Oh, I can't believe this. And so, uh, and but I was looking for the final game part. I was like, where's it? I don't understand what's going on in this bracket. It ain't working. The saddest thing in the world was I didn't even realize I'd only filled out half of the bracket. Like, I hadn't even scrolled down to the other sections. And so... Uh, I feel like a complete fool because uh, I text like the group like, "Hey man, you know our teams are gone. They didn't make this. They didn't make it turn this year." And like ten minutes went by, nobody had said anything. And so I'm like, "Oh man, they must be just as sad as I am about this situation." And then after I, you know, spent you know ten minutes just looking at this bracket, trying to figure out how I put my final, you know, how I finished this bracket. I realized you scroll down for the rest of the bracket, and I felt like a complete idiot. So I was sitting back in a text like, "Oh, I found the other teams." <laughs> so yeah, that is just how out of touch I have gotten with with just sports and stuff. Mainly because I I think it's a situation where I just don't find the time to even know who's playing anymore, uh, when they're playing. Uh, when my own favorite team is playing, it's the college teams and stuff, you know, I don't even, you know, or used to be like, uh, like you would think I needed to be plugged into it, you know, during this time, because it was just like always, you know, the stats, you know, the players, you know, who's going to draft, you know, who's going to start to league, you know, I, I, none of that stuff even matters anymore to me at all. 
absolutely no curse about the NCAA tournament. And I am just really surprised about that now. Um, I still do watch my NFL. I still, you know, root for my team there. Um, that's a little easier because it's just, you know, what, 18 games over now. And so, you know, you're only going to play once a week. And so it's a little easier to lock in, you know. Um, I don't get involved in the fantasy football stuff anymore, mainly because I don't like all the gambling stuff that goes on. I feel like it kind of cheapens the game to a certain extent. Um, nobody really is real fans anymore. They're more like, you know, it's just people don't have this, this stick to it. It's, it's, you know, seeing the Bengals in the in the uh, Super Bowl was great for me, not because I'm a, I am not a Bengals fan, but I've been to Bengals, uh, Paul Brown, to see my team beat the Bengals several times. And so uh, it was great to see, you know, uh, the Bengals make a Super Bowl because uh, I know I've seen their fans just sink their face in the beer can while they have a whole Tiger off it <laughs> in the stands. So that was hilarious. And I am in my jersey just jumping up and down for my team and rooting. And they're just like, you know, they want they want to feel like they want to beat me up. But they just like, yeah, we're, we suck. And talking about their own team. And they're just jealous and I'm happy because my team always wins. And so <laughs> it, was just, it was hilarious. But it just gave me a real good feeling to be able to see the Bengals in the Super Bowl. And I was like, wow, you know, I, I just remember the times I've been into, to, uh, to Paul Brown and just seen, um, you know, how bad, you know, the, what was, it, was it Paul Brown then? Um, I was right there in Cincinnati, right on the bridge. But um, I believe it was Paul Brown starting, yeah. And, um, and it was just hilarious. And so, uh, you know, those are things that's kind of like uh, the most important part of being you know in sports is just like being a sports fan is just seeing a team finally overcome several years of being losers and not getting it right and poor draft picks and stuff like that to finally getting a formula that everything's clicking and boom that makes the Super Bowl and that's amazing and uh, being able to see that happen for a team I'm thinking about all the Bengals fans I know and I was like now I know they are super excited and so you know it's amazing um but you know it's, it's easier to follow uh, i don't watch nba anymore at all because it's way too many games and i never really had a team anyway in the nba i've always been a player specific uh and my player had been retired a long time ago and the players i liked uh retired and so and it wasn't jordan i was always be jordan fan don't get me wrong but my favorite player was always charles barkley and then uh shaq i like the big guys you know and so um Shaq was just so dominant it was, it was just impossible um, and he's such a great guy off the court it's crazy so uh, he was just always um, once once Charles was gone Shaq was my guy so but they gone so you know it was just like you know I don't watch you know LeBron's cool to watch don't get me wrong because uh, he's a great person on the court and off the court so but just seeing how he's been interstellar uh, just his his ship is rose so high he's above space and stars um i'm a fan of his of the man he is more so than 
uh, his presence on the basketball court. I think him, LeBron's, <laughs> LeBron outshines LeBron as 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 an instrument, as a tool for what he has done with the basketball fame is way more impressive than him just playing basketball. Um, it, it's amazing. So uh, that is, you know, my sports story there. So never watched for, never watched baseball. Never was a baseball fan. Um, so yeah, NCAA was just you know the biggest thing, especially on from. And it was just like once I moved away, it was like it just kind of just went away as well. So yeah, my bracket's probably gonna suck again. And it'd be easy money. I just gave up. But hey, can't win them all, right? Um, what else? Anything else happy? Um, not much. I think that's pretty much all I'm really gonna go into for real. Um, just you know, this is what March and right now the COVID stuff is gone uh, which is a good thing uh, let's see what happens after midterms if it stays gone or if we get COVID part uh, WD3 I definitely hope not um, but that's all I got for this week Black uh, for y'all um, thanks I know I missed two weeks uh, weekend's been so so jam packed I'm going to have another jam packed weekend that's all I want to go and get out now while I could uh, so <clears throat> appreciate it and I will hit y'all back up next week uh, I think I'll be back on a regular schedule next week so I'll be uh, hitting y'all up on the weekend next weekend um, thanks for listening thanks for tuning in uh, if you heard one word that I said in any of this I appreciate it and I thank you um, if I only got one person listening you are a superstar and if I got two people listening y'all are superstars <laughs> Peace, blackout.